Yo, what is up, world? Welcome back to another episode of the Film School Experience Podcast. And today we are going beyond film school. We're going to be talking about what is life after film school? How should you approach it? What are some things that you should be thinking of? And what are some key things that you should be carrying with you as you start your journey to become a director, cinematographer, producer, set design, production design, sound mixer, first AD, and everything else in between? Okay, and camera is rolling. Sounds speed. This is the Film School Experience. Take one apple and action. All right, so just some housekeeping before we get going on this episode. This entire podcast is based on the Film School Experience and what that's looked like for other alumni of other film schools. But every once in a while, I'd like to just talk to you guys one-on-one and have some conversations on things that I am thinking and or have done recently that are helping my trajectory into becoming a professional cinematographer. So recently I went to the ASC Clubhouse, which if you're unfamiliar, ASC is the American Society of Cinematographers. Clubhouse is where they all meet, is where all of the events go on that they host. And if you're unfamiliar, the ASC is a union where cinematographers are invited by other fellow ASC members to be in that union where they get representation. Now, recently they hosted an event where a lot of students and alumni were invited to the clubhouse where there were at least 12 cinematographers who are in the ASC and they were there to talk about their experience from film school and beyond. So there were some things that were shared from cinematographers that you may be familiar with. Maybe you've seen a few of their movies, maybe you haven't, but they are all incredibly talented and have worked on shows that have inspired me. Now, what I want to do for this episode is just share a little bit of the conversation that we had in that room because what they had to share was so polarizing, not only for cinematographers, but for filmmakers in general. And again, this podcast is all about the film school experience, and they were kind enough to talk about some of the things that you will need once you graduate film school. So some of the cinematographers that were there at the event are Paul Mabum, George Meridian, Fernando Agredes, Rodney Charters, Robert Ellsworth, Q Tran, Sandra Valde Hansen, Patty Lee, Nate Goodman. Tommy Maddox Upshaw, and several more cinematographers. Now, one of the main questions that was presented to each of the cinematographers was, what is one thing that you need after graduating from film school? And most of them, if not all of them, said passion. Passion is something that you're going to need moving forward as you continue to navigate your way to being where you want to be as a cinematographer. Now, again, this answer is very polarizing. It's not just for cinematographers, but it's for everyone as a filmmaker. Now, let's break down the entire idea of passion coming out of film school. So you go to film school to learn what you are interested in. That interest becomes something you like doing, and then it becomes something you love doing. And from that love, obviously, the passion is born. Now, that passion can lead you to becoming one of the hardest working filmmakers at whatever film school you are at. Now, when you're at film school, you are doing your passion for free. Well, you're really not doing it for free because you're paying for film school, right? So you're doing this knowing that The work you're doing is only going to make you get better. So when graduation comes around, hopefully you are confident enough in your passion so that you can continue to have that same passion you had in film school outside of film school. Now, why is that important? Most of us are not getting paid right out of film school. So it's very important that you hold on to that passion as you continue to work on projects that bring you a little money, if not no money. So you want to hold tight to your passions after you graduate, which is why most of the cinematographers, if not all of them, were saying it is very important to hold on to that passion as a cinematographer. And if you're not a cinematographer, just apply that to whatever passion you have in film school, as well as 
outside and after film school. So again, it is just really important to hold on to that passion because it is extremely hard to find work after graduating film school. So yes, having passion is something to not overlook, but it is something to be reminded of because when we graduate film school, nothing is promised. So carry that passion with you as you continue to march forward after film school. Now, something else that jumped out to me from one of the cinematographers when they were asked the same question was communication. And that so resonated with me because having communication after graduating is such a huge thing. Now, we go to these film schools, these institutions, and we automatically have a network built into that experience and built into that degree. So when you move forward, don't forget all of those relationships, the hours spent on set, the time spent together having coffee, eating, going out, doing all these fun things that may not directly involve being on set or anything film related, but those are the relationships that you want to hold on to and continue to nourish. So from my experience, communication has come in the form of people reaching out to me for projects because yes, we built some sort of relationship at film school. And then on the other hand, me myself reaching out and communicating with others who I went to school with and just seeing what they are up to, communicating that, yes, I still want to be a cinematographer and also asking them if they still want to direct, edit, produce, be a first AD, whatever it may be. But having that open line of communication is huge because you never know where your next job is going to come from. So if you cut lines of communication and you're not letting people know what you want to do and also asking what people are up to, then it just makes it feel like it's even more impossible to find the next job, the next project, or whatever it may be. So yes, communication is very important to me, so much so that I'm trying to do it every single day, whether it be through Instagram posting some of the work that I've been doing, that I have done, and so on and so forth. And another source of communication is through YouTube, something that I do on a weekly basis, just showing people and letting people know that, hey, I'm still trying to be relevant in some way, shape, or form. And then yes, of course, through this podcast, just letting people know that these conversations I am still very much interested in, and I'm always open to collaboration. So do not forget to communicate after film school, and you have to find the channel of communication that works best for you. Another thing I wanted to mention was something that Robert Ellswood said. And if you don't know, Robert Ellswood is an Oscar award-winning cinematographer. He won the Oscar for There Will Be Blood in 2007 for Best Cinematography. So, so much like everyone else on that panel, he knows what he's talking about. And also, he went to USC. Fight on. So something that he said is really polarizing, much like having passion is for every kind of filmmaker. Robert Elzett was saying that as he works with directors, he wants to make sure that every shot and the lighting setup that he has isn't to make the prettiest looking or the best looking image, but rather his approach is to find out what is best for the scene, what is best for the story and the character. Now that's something that really resonated with a lot of us filmmakers because I feel like, especially now we're in a day and age where you can get on Instagram, you can get on YouTube and you can see so much content that just looks amazing. And I'm not trying to knock anyone who makes amazing images, but it's something that we need to think about as cinematographers and as filmmakers just in general. Are we as filmmakers servicing the imagery? Are we servicing the story? And I know that is something that is near and dear to Robert Elsa because in other interviews that I have seen from him, he really talks about the experience of like how as a filmmaker and as a cinematographer, are we upholding the story? Now, in this digital era where there are so many cameras that are just incredible, so many choices of lenses, you really have to be specific with how you want to frame the image, 
how you want to direct the scene, how you want to edit the scene, how you want to sound design and create the score, everything in between and after that as well. And I hope that it's all for the story and for the character because it's so easy to get caught up in a world of just making everything look amazing and sound amazing when really the main focus should be the character and the story. And I totally am happy and thankful that Robert Elswick continues to push this idea of how do we as filmmakers service the story. Now we're only a part of projects because of the story. And that's something that I know we can all take as filmmakers after graduating is how do we always move forward and be creative with the story and characters in mind and not get caught up in making things look great just to look great. Because in reality, when you're on set as a cinematographer, you have the power to try to impose your will on the image to make it look as best as you possibly can. But you have to keep in mind, are you doing service to the story? Are you doing service to your fellow filmmakers, the director who needs time to work with their actors? the production design who needs time to set up the world that you're trying to frame. Like you have to make these decisions knowing that if I want to make the best looking image, other departments are going to suffer and you have to be willing to sacrifice the image because there are so many other people that play a huge role on set. I think Robert Elswit is really just trying to remind us as the filmmakers that we're not in it just for the beautiful images. It's a collaborative medium. You should be able to speak to all the other heads of the department and make sure that whatever you're doing is in service not only to you, but also to them as well. Because the last thing you want to do, have some sort of reputation for just making beautiful images that don't resonate with the story, the character, and your audiences. So again, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Again, these kind of episodes will continue to exist on the podcast if we're not having interviews, I want to share some sort of information with you. And my hope is that you can learn something from it. So hopefully this episode does just that. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's podcast. I'll see you next week.